Take a community of Dutchmen, of the type who defended themselves for 50 years against all the power of Spain at a time when Spain was the greatest power in the world. Intermix them with the strain of those inflexible French Huguenots who gave up home and fortune and left their country forever at the time of the revocation of the Edict of Nantes. The product must obviously be one of the most rugged, vile, unconquerable races ever seen upon earth. Take this formidable people and train them for seven generations in constant warfare against savage men and ferocious beasts in circumstances under which no weakling could survive. Place them so that they could acquire exceptional skill with weapons and horsemanship Give them a country which is suited to the tactics of the huntsman, the marksman, and the rider. Then finally, put a finer temper upon their military qualities than dwarf, fatalistic Old Testament religion and an ardent and consuming patriotism. Combine all those qualities, all those impulses into one individual, and you have the modern Boer, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Welcome to the Military History Mini Podcast, Episode 4. Today, we will be covering South African Special Operations, most specifically, excerpts from the book Iron Fist from the Sea, South Africa's Seaborne Raiders, 1978 to 1988. Here we go to the preface from The Iron and the Fist from the Sea. The last and most important battle of any war is writing its history. I am first and foremost a soldier, and if anyone had suggested 30 years ago that I would be one day writing a book, I would have laughed at you. I don't look like and never considered myself to be a Rambo type of man. In fact, most people who are not aware of my past would probably comment that I am a well-educated, quiet, methodical family man, someone who could easily be missed in a crowd. This is exactly the type of man that Special Forces looked for when recruiting men to serve in their reconnaissance commandos during the mid-70s to late-80s, period covered in this book. Not the blood-crazed, mass murderers the media sometimes depicted us to be. My mental strength and ability to remain silent, however, has been severely tested in recent years as I read the spate of books emerging on the market featuring individual operators their involvement in the organization's military successes during the border war period of 1977 to 1989. In my view, most of these books have only addressed the sensational actions of a few radical operators and have failed to document what it is really like to be a recce operator or commando, the camaraderie and pride we felt to be part of what was an elite group of men, the best South Africa had to offer, young men mostly recruited straight from school or university that were molded into a deadly, highly efficient force of professional, well-trained fighting men. Generally known as Reckies, our role in the border war went largely unnoticed by the South African public at the time. But not so for the liberation movements. The armed forces of our neighbors and their various foreign advisors who regarded the South African Recce commandos with a combination of begrudging respect, fear, and hate. A Russian veteran, an advisor, the Angolese during the border war was quoted as saying speaking about four regiment commando they were a deeply specialized reconnaissance and sabotage unit capable for a long time to act in isolation from the main forces in the enemy's territory often relying only on oneself 
commanders of the Defense Force of South Africa not only developed their own extremely effective and ruthless system of selection and training, but also enriched tactics by specific techniques and modes of action. From a professional point of view, their experience is invaluable and unique. Iron Fist from the Sea happens to be the actual motto of Fort Reconnaissance Commando. The history starts in 1976 during Operation Savannah when it became evident that there was a necessity for an amphibious unit that could work in austere circumstances. And by 1978 in July, Major Kinghorn was commissioned as the first commander of the unit. 1978, they were structured with three groups, Alpha, Bravo, and Charlie group, but by 1981, they were restructured to have five teams. A diving team, which was tasked with underwater explosives and other combat diving capacities. A boat team, which would operate small watercraft similar to the British Special Boat Service or the American Special Warfare Combatant Craft Crewmen, or SWIC. The offensive team, which carried out special forces tasks, meaning direct action, raids, and foreign internal defense. Small teams, which could fill two roles, being direct action or reconnaissance. And then the reconnaissance specialist team, which was meant to handle intelligence gathering operations for the larger teams. In 1992, under political pressure from the African National Congress, as well as the changing of the apartheid regime, there's a reorganization. Eventually, Fort Reconnaissance Commando was renamed the 453rd Para-Battalion, and later, in 1995, the Para-Battalion was renamed to the 4 Special Forces Regiment. The 4 Special Forces Regiment, still existing today, is based in Saldana Bay on the west coast north of Cape Town. Its mission is to provide South Africa its seaward special operations capacity and it draws its heritage from four commander regiment. They have three operational companies currently as well as a special forces amphibious and urban school. As recently as 2012 and 2013, South African special operations units have been seeing combat in the Central African Republic fighting rebels in the fight for Bangui and boasting no casualties in all their direct action raids. They can find their heritage back to the 4 Commando Regiment. Hopefully this short introductory episode may serve as context for you, the listener, into who the 4 Commando Regiment is and what the context surrounding their operations throughout the late 1970s and 1980s in Angola in support of the South African Defense Forces were. In future episodes, we'll be covering the selection process, some of the operations, and other history surrounding the 4 Commando Regiment. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at militaryhistory underscore or on our YouTube channel. If you'd like suggestions for a future podcast, being that we have so few listeners, about less than 100, if you send me a DM or any sort of message or comment, I'm more than willing to dive into whatever topic you would like to be covered. Thank you.